Hi, I'm Caleb Matthews. And I'm Mary Huffnagel. And welcome to the What's My Therapist Reading podcast. We read books so you can decide what's right for you. And this month we are reading a book called Disability Visibility. Uh, and it's edited by Alice Wong. And edited is what we would say for this one because it's actually just a bunch of first person stories. Um, from people with disabilities um, in the 21st century. So it's just giving you lots of different perspectives. Um, so the way we've decided to summarize this book is to try to just tell you a little bit about the structure of the book. Um, and so uh, I'll get started and then Mary's gonna add some stuff too. Uh, yeah, um, so the structure of the book is, it's kind of got like a little book outline. Um, of all of these different sections. And so the four sections of the book are the first ones about being and then becoming and then doing and then connecting. Um, and so the stories kind of have a being theme, a becoming theme, a doing theme and a connecting theme. Um, and so that's kind of the general lens, but overall I would say it's just a window into a disabled person's experience in the world. Um, and so it's it does an excellent job because it's not just one person's point of view. It's so many people's points of view. There's like about, I'd say like 20 or so um, throughout the book. Um, and just a shout out. Covers, uh, go on. I was just saying it covers like a wide range of intersectionality, which is really not good. Quite a diverse perspective on how things impact people. Yeah, yeah. I also, I just couldn't leave the little summary without saying there's a quote at the beginning of this book that I think about probably once a week since I read it. And it's um, by Laura Hershey. And it says, remember, you weren't the one who made you ashamed, but you are the one who can make you proud. And I just yeah. love that quote. And it's at the beginning of this book. And I think about it a lot. Yeah, I love, so Alice's introduction, I think, gives a really good overview of kind of like the purpose of the book and um, how she came to put it together. And she talks a lot about stories. So one quote is the stories are the closest that we can come to a shared experience. Um, and so she, you know, talks a bit about how difficult her experience was. And then she said she just began to start notice and saving stories about disability that kind of meant something to her to help her. And then she realized, and this is her quote, in surrounding myself with these stories, I found and developed my own voice. And so she, by connecting with these shared experiences that she had, she found a way to kind of voice her own experience. And I think that's a really nice reminder of why representation is so important. And, um, I like too, in her introduction, she talks about the importance of community and all the things that community is. Um, she says community is political, community is magic, community is power, and community is resistance. And so, um, you know, part of the purpose here too is to bring community <clears throat> to people with a shared experience and to invite people who don't have lived experience um, into community as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll also say, um, you know, we always give trigger warnings and 
there's quite a lot of different experiences that might be triggering in this book since they're all different first person accounts, but in the essays and stories, um, if there's anything that can be triggering, she gives a trigger warning at the beginning of that essay. So you can kind of, you can kind of see and pick and choose as well. If you're noticing topics that might be too hard for you to read, you, you don't have to read that essay, or you might choose a different time and space to read it when you feel like you can hold space for those topics. Um, but there's, every single story doesn't have a trigger warning. So there's a lot you can still connect with, even if there's some things that you're not ready for. Yeah. Yeah. She has these little content warnings that are kind of at the like content notes that are um, included uh, kind of as a form of access. Um, well, she actually, I want to quote her on this. So it says the content notes throughout the book are included as a form of access and self-protection, giving you information on what to expect before reading. And so like Mary said, some of them have these content notes, um, but some of them don't. And she doesn't shy away from like, she's very direct. Like some of the content notes um, are like hate or harassment or uh, rape or incest or ableism, eugenics, body, like body shaming. Um, yeah. 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 I, I really appreciate that. Cause it's not like she's beating around the bush. It's like very direct of like, if you have this, you might be triggered in this. So it just seems very, very well thought out and very well edited. So mm -hmm. shout out to Alice Wong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what were kind of your uh, general vibes in this book, Mary? Um, so and I selected several quotes that really speak to the, the specific kind of topics and takeaways that are my general vibes, the important things for us to kind of understand and learn, um, even regardless of your own disability status. But um, I think some of these are especially for if you are not disabled to take away and learn. Yeah. So these are some of the themes that continuously come up. And I just picked some of my favorite quotes all from different um, voices in the book. So one is, there's so much that able-bodied people could learn from the wisdom that often comes with disability. And then my fight has been for accommodation, the world to me and me to the world. To be free is not just casting off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. We are all more than our bodies. I had never been given the opportunity to live with my disability and move through life on my own terms. In chasing the person I once was, a cure, I will miss the person I have become. The exchange of silence for the comfort of others is oppression. It is a privilege to never have to consider the spaces you occupy. Disabled people don't exist to make abled people feel better about their abledness. 
The story of disabled success has never been a story about one solitary disabled person overcoming limitations. We are often only as strong as our friends and family make us, only as strong as our community, only as strong as the resources and privileges we have. The body is something changeable. Anyone may develop a disability at any point. Just knowing your rights or your worth or value will never be enough if you are powerless to force someone else to respect them. Many disabled people have zero experiences of care without being treated like shit. We are often both hyper-visible and invisible at the same time. It is very rare as a disabled person that I have an intense sense of belonging, of being not just tolerated or included in a space, but actively owning it. So those are my big ones. Yeah, I love, love, love that uh, for this section we did quotes. We were just talking about this before we hit record. And um, much like the way that the editor, Alice, um, put this book together, um, I think that these these quotes and these stories speak for themselves. And so letting you hear these quotes is, I think, the best way that we could give you general vibes for this book, um, because that's the way that we're going to learn, not through like us telling you like, well, here's what Mary and I thought about these experiences. <laughs> and here's our experience. I mean, like we did have some moments in book club um, that I do want to share. Um, but ultimately, I feel like these quotes are going to be some of the best thing um, that we could we could give our listeners um, about this book, because that's these are the people who said it um, and they did say it very well. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, the the big takeaway and other general vibe that I had um, from uh, book from the book is uh that reframing disability like as a societal problem as opposed to a personal problem I think was a big takeaway for me um because so many people in the book like that was something that I just saw in kind of a little Venn diagram that my mind made of all of these stories that it's not just um like it's not a problem that comes from a person it's a problem that society has and like we we can all work together to like build a world that can be inclusive of everybody like we have the technology and the resources yeah. we just have to use them um it's it's really powerful um especially like when i put some of these different ideas together like if we can see that a person who is disabled could move freely within the space um feel like they belong to the space, um, reach all of their potentials. If we made space and made the world more accommodating, it's so powerful when we pair that with the reminder that like, first, we're all so much more than our bodies. And then second, like any of us can become disabled in a multitude of different types of ways, which becomes apparent when you read this too. 
in an instant. And if we are actively learning how to notice and make more space for people, then we're making more space for ourselves too, because of the unknowable that could happen. And eventually like all of us will be disabled because aging creates limitations to access just physically with illness and otherwise. And so I also like, it gives a lot of insight into being able to see like, what are the ways that I'm not noticing things, noticing opportunities to create access, noticing the way space limits and how can I, you know, participate and be more aware and look at the world through those eyes and make a world better for the whole community for, for others. And then by making it better for others, I'm also making it better for myself. Yeah. So it's just so good. <laughs> some of, yes. I mean, like some of the best conversations that I feel like we had as a club, um, one is like hitting on that one quote that you read, like the body's something that's changeable. Anyone can develop a disability at any point. Like we're all headed towards like potential disability as we age. And like, even as time happens, like I could get in a car accident tomorrow and like, I, I, I don't have a disability related to like, I guess, like use of my legs right now, but that could change in an instant. And like, so we, we need to create a world that is for everybody. Um, and I feel like this book does a good job of explaining that. And I, one of the other big, uh, conversation points that we talked about, um, related to a lot of these stories that I felt like was useful that came from the stories, was um, the idea that a lot of um, harm comes from people having like almost hope um, or like this idea of brokenness. Like we can um, fix it. We yeah, can, yeah. Like there yeah, is- Rather than just acceptance, like it's okay to not be okay. We can yeah, embrace where everyone's at. And, and, and like not wish for- necessarily more um like there was a um story that someone told about a father who had a son who was uh in a wheelchair and throughout his life and his son passed away and so he created this monument after his son died that was like where his burial site was and the monument was of his son standing up out of his wheelchair Mm -hmm. and like some people in the disability community were like wow this is beautiful like he's has a world where he can walk um and then other people were like that's not really who he was though like he was born with this this is just a part of him um and this is a an acceptance thing yeah this idea Um, that you yeah like if we think of heaven as like the ultimate goodness it feels it feels a bit like you can't be ultimately good unless you are finally without your disability and while yeah yes there's freedom and some of the pain and those things it's just really more complex and nuanced than you know we kind of give thought to yeah we talked a lot about um you know inspiration porn and these this idea of like yeah, a disabled person doesn't exist to make you be like, oh, you're so inspiring. And like, you know, and I think we tend to kind of reduce a lot of those 
um, stories to that experience. Like that's the only story we even welcome sometimes is like how you've overcome. And you can also overcome by learning to live and love and accept yourself just as you are. And I think part of our discomfort with being able to accept that is our discomfort with that reality that like, but I could be disabled at any time. And I'm afraid of that. And I don't want that. And all of those things make it hard for me to look at it as any other way. And, you know, once again, if the world made more space for it, it wouldn't be as hard for me to look at it. I'd be like, I'll be okay. Um, If slash when that happens, like, yeah, we have community that we take care of each other. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be taken care of too. And right now I can take care of others. Um, so I will. And that's so. the right, I think, way to go about it. I, I feel like uh, I want to make sure that it's not being misconstrued that like, we should do this because it could happen to any of us at any moment. It's like, no, we sure. should do it because it's the right thing to do. Oh, absolutely. It also could happen to any yeah. of us at any moment, but like, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's just the right way to be. I guess I'm I'm more meaning like I think the fear of it happening to us is what kind of keeps us from looking at it and being able being present with to that, do yeah. the right thing. We just get uncomfortable seeing disability because of our own fear of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean I I don't feel like we necessarily like of course our book club had a conversation and we found out all the answers. Um, <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> but um, we solved all the world's problems. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> just Thursday night, seven to nine, figured it out. Um, but I, I mean, I don't think that that's where we landed. I mean, at least where I landed at this point, whenever it comes to like heaven or like something beyond this, I would like to imagine that there wouldn't be pain, but I don't necessarily think that there needs to be and this is just my opinion this is not fact yeah like there that there doesn't have to be perfection in fact that would be incredibly boring um <laughs> yeah for me uh but th- I think there doesn't have to be perfection but I I do think that it would be lovely to not have people be in pain yeah um, well and I think freedom yeah. whatever that means for an individual and for some I imagine freedom would feel like being free of all of their disability but for others yeah freedom feels like I can be all that I am including my disability and it it's not you know a liability or a burden yeah well, and I hope that no matter what you take away from this podcast, whoever you are, a listener, it's that it starts this conversation for you. Because even yeah. if you disagree with what we're saying, like, please talk about it. Because that's what I think this book's really trying to do. Yes. So please do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were some of the benefits you saw in the book, Mary? Um, I think some of the biggest benefits are just kind of expanding access to ideas, voices, communities, experiences that like I didn't even know were accessible to me. And like there, there is such a wealth of like, so at the end, she does have like a bio on every single contributor and there's lots of different, um, you can access the contributors content a lot of them are content creators and activists and they do and engage in a lot of things so you can connect to their platforms um, there's further reading that's listed for you to read even more um, 
and and also not just reading but like and not just books but like blogs and podcasts and what else is back here articles um essays videos um I loved interacting with so much of the other content that this turned me on to. Um, like I think of the dance video, which, um, gosh, right now I'm blanking on the name of the dance company and the, the video, with the dancers in wheelchairs. And it was just really beautiful and something I didn't even know was a thing. And that essay was unbelievable because that whole space was designed for access and it gave me insight into being able to see the full breadth of what it means to provide access and like how pitiful our standards for providing like access actually are and how much more we could do and how cool it could be um so I really appreciated that um and also I think the benefit is seeing the ways that that happens that it's it's not so much the presence of something in an individual that creates the disability, but again, the way that society does not make space for it, um, that puts the barriers up. So those are my benefits. I I don't really have any drawbacks. Um, I don't know how you can have a drawback to opening yourself up to other people's experiences and seeing the world from someone else's perspective that can only help you grow. Um, what about you? What are your benefits and drawbacks? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that this book just allowed me to see into so many blind spots that I just hadn't even considered. Um, and that was just incredibly impactful because just giving someone time and space to hear about their experience and it being different than mine um, was beautiful. And uh, like, sometimes it was um, a perspective from a person with disabilities about abortion, or sometimes it was about being a parent um, with disabilities, or sometimes it was like uh, things that I didn't understand as fully, like maybe like, feeling like a cyborg um that was interesting and I it was just something that I had never experienced before like hearing about it through poetry um there were so many ways that this book directly talked to me and then just hearing voices that maybe like I I just wouldn't have heard otherwise um I I appreciated the microphone that she gave these people and even expanded sort of of a concept of what disability is. I think when you talk about disability, people really tend to think of it mostly as like physical. Um, and, you know, if I imagine for many people, if you just did like a, um, like word association, we're like, tell me the first word that comes to your mind when you say disability, it would be like wheelchair. And this is so much more beyond that. And so I liked getting that perspective into the various ways that we can be disabled and in need of community support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, there were, I'm just trying to like roll through the little Rolodex of stories in my head. 
because there's so many throughout the there's so many it covers so much ground yeah well I mean like public transit and like what that's like and Uh how it can affect somebody in a very grotesque way um and there's like oh my religion requires fasting and so I'm gonna like how do I do that if I'm disabled and like what does it mean if I don't do that and right what does it mean about my spirituality yeah and there's just so many facets that it's like oh I like I I hadn't thought about that or what that might be like for you and so I appreciated so much of that and I agree with Mary like not really any you you can't have drawbacks whenever somebody's just telling you about their experience because it's um I mean uh, it might be difficult and you might need to go slowly but that's that I wouldn't say that that's a drawback because it shouldn't withhold you from doing it it might just take you longer to get there um but yeah this book is um I think incredibly beneficial um who do you recommend it for Kaylin Ooh, so I said I would say people who want to know more about the experience of people with disabilities but even more so than that I mean I think everybody would benefit from reading this book because it's going to teach you about empathy and how to be with people who are different than you, um, which should be something everybody should learn how to do. I don't know. It makes me want to like change I really, up some of the required reading in school and be like, this should be for sure. <laughs> for sure. I think I definitely can say, I don't, I mean, I don't know that this book will be comfortable for everyone to read. Mm-hmm but I recommend that everyone read it. And I just recommend you take it at a pace and in a way that it can be the most comfortable for you because these are ways, again, we all need to grow and improve in our ability to notice how we can inadvertently be um, excluding or at best at harmful at worst, you know, like yeah, we can, and not know it and be having the best intentions and doing things even sometimes or saying things that were taught or like, that's the nice, good thing to say, but not necessarily. It really, it really, I think helped me reflect on my impact in a way um, that, you know, just kind of being told to think about your impact doesn't. Um, So I think everyone should absolutely read this book. Just pick one essay and read it and then see when you feel like reading another and another yeah totally agree and like I want to just because this book is so good like I just want to make sure that like for people that are like oh well I don't know if I want to buy the whole book just to read one contact your local library use your resources that's right get your you like we've got copies here in Austin I'm mm-hmm. sure you can request for copies from your library using their websites for that. So, I mean, like this book, don't, don't let it be intimidating for you. This is a, a fantastic book. I highly recommend. Don't sleep on like, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with that, like the intended audience, um, she's very clear um, that everyone is the intended audience for this book. Yep. Like she, she wants every single person to read it. Um, and she has a podcast that's also very lovely that I'll put in the notes as well. Um, but she's wonderful um, and just is such an advocate and it's great to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I just 
can't say enough good things about her in this book. <laughs> Any yeah. other things before we pause for today, Mary? No. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. Did some justice to this book. I hope it inspires people to read it, especially people who maybe didn't even know it was a book out there to be read. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. Um, if you'd like, you can uh, follow us on Goodreads or Instagram uh, by clicking the links in the notes. And we'll see you next month uh, whenever we're reading uh, Strong, uh, a book about relationships by an author that actually attends our book club. So be looking out for that next month. Thanks, everybody. Thank Bye. you. Bye.